When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go Put them together. It is a cloudy and drizzly Wednesday morning, but that's going to be the name of the game for that's all the way through Mother's Day weekend and the heavy rains coming over the weekend. You know, that is Mother's Day on Sunday, Bo. That it is. So that means... Yo Mama Joke Friday. Hell yeah. Two days away. Speaking of sensitivity training, whoa. We will be in there for sure. Hey, we've got breaking news, breaking news into the uh, headline desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last hour we had breaking news because the NFL dropped their international games for the upcoming season, including Jacksonville twice in October. Twice they'll play Jacksonville Jaguars. They'll play Atlanta and Buffalo. In London, the Titans and Ravens, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, will also play in in uh, London, October 15th. Dolphins, Chiefs in Germany, early November. Colts, Patriots in uh, Frankfurt in early in mid-November. But now it's been announced from Adam Shifty Schefter, the NFL is going to have its first ever Black Friday game, right? We do the normal thir- Thanksgiving triple header, yep. which will be the Cowboys in the middle game. We don't know who they're going to play yet. But uh, the first Black Friday game ever, according to Adam Schefter, will be the Miami Dolphins in New York to face Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Of course. Sweet, of course. By the way, on Friday... <laughs> how, many, how many Aaron Rodgers games are we getting? We're getting a ton of those. By the way, on Friday, your mama jokes, remember, my mother is deceased, but she did enjoy that day very much, so... What, your mama joke Friday? Oh, my goodness. Your mom used to tune in. She used to call us and I know. give us a yo mama oh, joke. Oh, my goodness. Maybe, call- my mom, maybe my mom will do that this year. Yeah, it's so you can let my mama have it. I so. know Ty's mom will. Oh, beak. I'm beak. heading up to the Metroplex again Are this you? weekend. Yeah, not working two weekends in a row. Look at you, Ty. Ooh, there you go. Three in a row, actually. Because you're gambling so well. He's hot. Hot. Are you taking the train up? Have you ever taken the train up? No, I've taken a bus, though. Greyhound. Oh, you've all taken buses everywhere, yeah. That's that's not fun. Yeah. Well, by the way, I've been I on a bus where I had held somebody's chicken on the bus. Hey, can you hold my chicken I and sat, my baby? I sat next to some guy that was on speakerphone talking to, like, three different people for the entire and the entire ride there. Dude, take a take a bus ride from Boston, and you have to stop at every village in New York. Village. On the way to Pennsylvania. Upstate. Every hamlet. Oh, no, no. Downtown areas, Queens oh, no. and Brooklyn. Oh, hey! So uh, by the way, Adam Schefter put that tweet out like it was breaking news. <laughs> Amazon had already announced it. NFL on Prime, so it was not breaking news from Adam Schefter. They just announced it. Uh, by the way, because that uh, Aaron Rodgers to a matchup on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. will be eight, an Amazon game streaming. Oh, November twenty fourth. That's still going on. 
Yeah, I'm about to make the move here in May. About to make the move to, the, you? to the YouTube TV. There you go. Make that move. Well, you still can't watch the Amazon games on YouTube TV. I have. Well, I'll have capabilities you gotta switch. of that. You gotta I, switch around. That's or he knows. Hard. Remember, he knows somebody. No, it's a big. This will be a big step for me getting rid of Directv. I've been Directv for 23 years. We never got any more information from that guy that sent in that. No, we need that, that guy. That, well, uh, my buddy yeah. Juan, my guy Juan, Juan will get it done. <laughs> Juan will get it done. Last time I talked to my guy Juan, he said, "Yeah, he had to shut it down for a little bit. He'll be back. He'll be back with the." Magic cards. Uh, but, yeah, we're working on it. But I got I think I'm going YouTube TV. I think I am. I think I'm going to do it. Got to make those phone calls. Von Land bus, huh? Von, Von Lane. Lane. Von I, Lane yeah, bus. I like that. Oh, that's that's the luxury bus. That's a good way to do it. I still wish they would have built that bullet train. Remember when they were talking no about building that bullet train from San Antonio through Austin to Dallas and then back down to Houston and just make the triangle? Well, that'd be nice. Nobody would ride that thing. Yeah, they would. It was, it was they one would. of those like Japanese trains. It's not that the one that goes from here to Leander. Oh no, that's the one that fly not kind of sure nonstop. Would. Yeah, they, you they would. They got those trains that go like two hundred miles an hour. You'd be there in you know, in half an Germany, hour. in Italy. Yeah, it, it would that. still be underutilized. I, I don't no believe doubt. that. I don't believe that at all. People love their 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 cars. Once again, no, no, no. Get you out of your car Boy, so I get in mine. Used to be. I think with modern you know technology, the ability to take a train and then get in an Uber. Is much more appealing than driving your car. And think about this: anywhere you go these days, trying to find a parking place, that becomes like the, one of the biggest challenges. When you're going somewhere downtown, well, once I get there, where the hell am I going to park? You know, I'd, I'd jump on the train. I have heard the mega bus. Um, all right, it's 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 a luxury bus. From yeah, that's Dallas. the one that's going up to Dallas. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard that's that's it, almost better than taking a plane ride. I put my son on the mega bus before, back in the day to go see grandma. How was that? How did he, he loved it? You, know, you, you, you just get on your phone and listen to watch videos. And, the, I tell you what, the Greyhound station in Dallas is not a fun place to be in downtown. Yeah, my old man put me on a train once from Greensboro, North Carolina to Philadelphia to go visit my aunt. I mean, dude, I was like in sixth grade. Hey, you sit right there. You don't move. You had to go pee. You go pee. You come right back, sit in that same spot. Don't move. Don't talk to anybody. A lot of people already texted in saying switched over to YouTube. Uh, no regrets after 20 years with DirecTV. It says YouTube doesn't offer LHN. Well, that's the other part, right? LHN, there's only one more year of LHN, and then that's right. going to be gone. So YouTube also doesn't have MLB Network, which is frustrating. Ooh. I was trying to watch the Astros last night. Well, Not so much. Yeah, the Astros are going to be my one problem. But I, you know, you got to call Juan. I've been, I've been you just call, gave it to Juan. I'll call Juan. Uh, my, my one issue there is the Astros. But you know what? I think I can, with my DirecTV, I think I can maybe keep, Somebody, people have told me I can, as long as I can stream it, like on my iPad, I can still watch the Astros. I'll just have to stream it right through DirecTV's, you know, and that would be, I don't know, I don't know how that, that's going to cost, but it's worth it to me to be able to keep up with the Astros on a night-by-night basis. Like last night, we'll get to that coming up. It was a great matchup with Framber Valdez and Shohei Otani. We'll also pick up more on this NFL schedule that's coming out tomorrow night, but right now let's get to the trending topics. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. Start with the uh, Longhorns. Baseball. Horns open up a seven-game regular season in homestand last night with a 10-5 win over UT Arlington at Dishfall Field. Final midweek game of the year for the Horns. It's game number 50 for them. Peyton Powell, Jared Thomas, Porter Brown all hit home runs. Jared Thomas swinging a hot bat right now. Dylan Campbell extended his program record hitting streak to 27 games. Horns now 33-17. and The host San Jose State this weekend in a non-conference three-game series. Seventh-ranked Texas softball team. They're off this week till Thursday when they open up playing the Big 12 tournament facing Texas Tech. Uh, the Horns enter that tournament as the two-seed. NBA playoffs last night. How about Philadelphia? 76ers stroll into Boston and laid a convincing beatdown on the homestanding Celtics in that pivotal game five, 115-103. They're up three games to two now. Going back to Philly, Joel Embiid, 33 points. Tyrese Maxey, 30, as the Sixers shot over 50% 
from the field on the night. In Denver, Nuggets doubled, uh, defended their home court, I should say. Uh, their game five with Phoenix. Nikola Jokic with a record-setting triple-double. Bruce Brown had 25 off the bench. Michael Porter Jr. sank five threes in a 118-102 victory. Jokic, by the way, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists. at his 10th career playoff triple-double. That breaks a tie he was in with Wilt Chamberlain for the most by an NBA center. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, playoffs last night. Dallas Stars, even their series with the Seattle Kraken at two games apiece, 6-3 to three the final. Major League Baseball, how about a pitching matchup in Anaheim? Astros got just the start they needed from their ace, Framber Valdez, in a head-to-head duel with Shohei Otani. Valdez racked up 12 strikeouts over eight innings of three-hit ball. His catcher, Martin Maldonado, gave him one big swing. Big two-run homer as part of a three-run fifth inning. Houston wins it 3-1. to one. Otani, by the way, did set a record last night. He passed Babe Ruth on the all-time strikeout list for a two-way player. Rangers got blanked in Seattle 5 to nothing, and Adele Diamond, Round Rock, opened that 12-game homestand with a 4-1 loss to Oklahoma City. Really good matchup there. Oak City had a grand slam in the seventh inning. Those are the best two teams in the Pacific Coast League. They'll play again tonight at 7.05. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Come see one of the many reasons your mama loves us this month by getting select Toro and Hustler zero-turn mowers for up to 26% off. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. And I saw where Penn State will be playing West Virginia this year. You know, Penn State and Pittsburgh and West Virginia and Pittsburgh have played for, they've been trying to get back into that little bit of a rivalry thing. But, man, Penn State is going to beat West Virginia down. There is nothing more than Penn State would love to do than beat up West Virginia big time in a football game. That Big Ten matchup, wow. Yeah, looking forward to it. Obviously, West Virginia, people waiting to see what's going to happen with old Bob Huggins. Oh, The uh, shoe drop in there today uh, with Mountaineer basketball. Yeah, I heard that yesterday. That that was That's just bizarre. I don't care how old you are or what time it is. That was wrong. <laughs> yeah, Bob Huggins knows better. And those guys were like, they're all I couldn't believe the guy. I, mean, I thought those guys were like, I don't know who was producing that deal, but wasn't that a shutoff time? Like That's when you hit the dump button, yes. That's just weird. That, yeah, I mean, it's surreal. It was just like, Really? Huggy Bear, you've been around. You made you made it through life this long, and you like think that that was going to fly? Call with his buddy or something? I don't know. It's uh, bizarre. But, yes, we'll see what happens with uh, Bob Huggins. Wow. It is West Virginia, though. It is West Virginia. And that didn't happen. That's in, a mouthful you just said But that there, happened Ty. in Cincinnati, though, right? The station was in Cincy. Yeah, but that's what, like 20 minutes away I was going to say, Morgantown? West Virginia, Cincy? Yeah, that's not far. Yeah, I mean, that's, same thing. Yeah, you got to by the way, have you ever driven through West Virginia? It is. You're talking about isolated. Yes. Uh, and I like the city of Cincinnati. Oh, great city. I was there last summer for a wedding. Great Maybe place. Maybe one of the cleanest places I've ever seen. Cool town. The city itself. No. West Virginia? Not as much. Uh, not as much. Hey, so um, that Black Friday game in the NFL with Aaron Rodgers against Tua, 3 o'clock in the afternoon it says here, that means it'll go head-to-head with the Longhorns. Remember the Longhorns, there was a bunch of college football on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. That's when the Longhorns are scheduled to play the Texas Tech Red Raiders in what might be a very big Big 12 game. Now, that game has not been announced. Kick time. Not this year. It won't be a big game. Texas Tech and Texas? No, Big Dog will eat this year. Well, we, Texas got to play like the Big Dogs. They got to play like, they got to eat like the Big well, Dogs. Well, it might mean a lot for both teams. I mean, it doesn't mean Texas can't win the game. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, we look at those over under win totals in the Big 12. Look, you, you know, we, we had the over-under win totals, and Texas is sitting at 9.5, Oklahoma's at 9.5. Uh, Texas Tech's right there at 7.5. They're fourth, right behind Kansas State. And, you know, my personal take on the teams, I would probably flip Texas Tech with Oklahoma as far as who I think is going to be better this year. But the only thing that gives me pause is how easy Oklahoma's schedule is. I still am stunned 
when you look at Oklahoma's, even the Big 12 schedule, where they only, of the top teams in the preseason, they're going to play Texas and TCU. That's it. They don't play Baylor. They don't play Tech. They don't play K-State. I'm not sure how Oklahoma got got out of town with that, but that might give you... Yeah, getting Oklahoma, out of town with a nice schedule, aren't they? If Oklahoma is improved, that makes it a lot easier when you're playing the bottom of the Big 12, and then your non-conference schedule is you know three guaranteed. Remember, Oklahoma was 6-7 and seven last year, and they were 3-0. and oh. At one point, right? They were they started the year three and zero. They beat Nebraska, and and people are like, oh, well, here comes here comes Brett Venables. Well, then the season collapsed under him, and they went two and seven, or three and seven from that point on, and uh, weren't a very good team. So, uh, the, the Tech game could be a big game. I guess would be the point, and that would be the same Black Friday as they've now announced an NFL game. And I'll also say this because we, we we teased it that we would the, the Cowboys buck when they announce this schedule tomorrow night. I don't know if Cowboy fans realize how. How what I think pretty challenging their schedule is going to be in 2023, when that's announced. Now, because we already know who their yeah, opponents those, are. Those opponents are. Well, think about this: they're going to play their own division, which last year that was the best division of football, right? Um, or at least the best division in the NFC, where you had the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys all in the playoffs. Sure. Eagles are improved. Giants think they're improved. Uh, got Saquon Barkley. They'll figure that deal out. And Daniel Jones is back. Of course, Washington. They'll they, be the same. So you play two with each of those teams. That's six games. That's a tough division to be in, right? Then the divisions you will play, because each each division matches up with another, the Cowboys in the NFC will play the West. So four games. San Francisco, who's had your number, uh, Seattle, L.A. Rams, and Arizona. Uh, in that, the only one you look at and go, ooh, like that is Arizona, right? I mean, Arizona's right. a W. Uh, other three questionable. Rams, you just feel like you're better than, but that game. Yeah, I think they're still better than the Rams. And I believe that game is in Arlington. Um, with the Niners game being on the road in Seattle, Seattle and Arlington. Too. I don't mind those two games, the Cardinals and the Rams. Then you play in the AFC East, which means head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen and New England, which that's Bill Belichick and company. And then your three games that are the wild card games that are just outside of your division are those two, are the L.A. Chargers with Justin Herbert, the Detroit Lions, and the Carolina Panthers. Those are your 17 games. We'll know on Thursday night when and how that schedule shakes out, but those are the teams you're playing. I mean, there's Detroit's improved. Seattle's better. They're on your schedule this year. Yes. Um, you know, Carolina, you know, they were they're they're Bryce Young. Um, but yeah, that's the Cowboys schedule. We just uh, we'll know dates and times. Even with Bryce up. Young, the the Cowboys should be better in Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, look, I think the Cowboys are number 2 in the NFC right now. But they're going to have to prove it, I guess, would be the point, right? I mean, if they're going to see Philadelphia twice, they're going to see the 49ers, they're going to play Detroit. Um, you know, these are all teams that are in that conversation is, is the hierarchy of the NFC. Um, and, you know, I, as we say, San Francisco has beaten the Cowboys each of the last two playoff Januaries. Uh, I think the, the Seattle Seahawks have taken another big step forward, and they were in the playoffs a year ago. And, man, they've, they've added a lot of pieces. And if you go look at the draft compensation they've gotten in that Russell Wilson trade, I mean, they've pretty much rebuilt their roster with the picks that have come in. Last year, they started six rookies. They might add to that this year with another class of rookies that includes Jackson Smith and Jigba and uh, Devin Wib- Devon Witherspoon and some good players. Uh, so Seattle's improved, and I think a lot of people think Detroit is probably maybe a playoff team this year, and the Cowboys play them. So, you know, that's not an easy schedule uh, for sure. You're playing that, that vaunted AFC East where you're going to see the Jets, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Bills. You're playing your own division, which is really good. And then, you know, the easiest stretch is that NFC West because you feel like 
Niners, Seahawks really good, but Cardinals, Rams very beatable, Carolina beatable, uh, but LA Chargers, Buck. That's a talented group. Justin Herbert's a good player. Yeah, but they just haven't got there. They something happens. Somebody gets hurt. One of the receivers or two of the receivers go down, and Justin Herbert's standing there in the pocket by himself. And what I mean, what are they doing with their running back situation too? Who's that? The Chargers. Aaron Austin Eckler will be back. I mean, he wants a big contract. He's going to play. He's not. Right, gonna yeah, he's not going to sit out. No. Yeah, they'll he'll play. And remember, in the draft, the Chargers drafted most of the TCU football team uh, from last year. They drafted Quentin Johnston. They yep. dra- drafted uh, the speedy receiver Darius Davis. They drafted Max Duggan late in the draft. In the that organization round. loves TCU guys. Apparently, it's not not just this year. I mean, they they got what drafted Jason Verrett. Yeah, uh, LTE. Like, there's. I feel like they have a history of mm-hmm. taking Texas Christian guys. But I mean, I mean, it, it, the Chargers are that team that just can't get out of their own way. But at the same time. It's a very talented roster, and Justin Herbert's a really good player. That's a, that's a game you see on the schedule. You think, oh man, that's a handful. That's a good team. And I, you know, normally you'd see the schedule. and You think Detroit. You're thinking, okay, well, I think Detroit's gonna be pretty damn good this year. Um, you know, Dan Campbell was quoted recently talking about Jameer Gibbs, the first round pick. A lot of people thought they t- took him too early. Yeah, they love him at rookie camp already. They yeah, just... they, they think he's uh, they're Alvin Kamara that they're gonna be able to move him. You know, in and out of the. Remember, they signed David Montgomery from I the Iowa State kid from the from the Bears. That guy's still playing in the NFL? Yeah. yeah. Little David Montgomery? He's the replacement for the uh, Jamal Williams, who led the NFL in touchdowns last year. Remember, they, the Lions' offense was fine last year, and Jared Goff played a really efficient brand of quarterback. Um, you know, the worst secondary in football. Right, and then their defense, was they just ended up in you know, 37, 34 games every week. Yep. They think they've improved the defensive side of the ball. And... Um, you know, so we'll it, with through free agency and some trades they made, but we'll see. They're still the Lions. They're still the Detroit Lions, and uh, no, they'll be good. They'll be they'll be real good. I like what they what they're going to do offensively. I, did, I think that's a pretty tough schedule. Yes, um, when you draw those two divisions, your own division, and then those three those three outside of that, the Chargers, the Lions, and then the the Carolina Panthers, you should beat them. I mean, yeah, like, they're going to have a rookie quarterback. If you watch, you if you, the Cowboys are what they believe they can be this year, you beat that team, but. That's a tough schedule, for sure. Well, they're um, going to have some pretty good defense on the Cowboys again. Well, the Eagles have the toughest schedule, though, from what I saw. The Cowboys' fifth toughest. Well, yeah, it, you know, it depends on what the metrics you use. I mean, some people use over-under win totals, Vegas, and how it played. Because I don't know that you can even draw in last year, because every team is so different year by year, and it, and it changes so quickly. But I saw that the toughest schedule was New England. Because the Patriots play in that tough division, and that's not what they need. And they play; they'll play the Cowboys and the Eagles and the Giants and the Washington Commanders and uh, in the in that cross division matchups. And Patriots have a tough division. Yeah, this could be. I know you've said it, and I tend to disagree with you, but you know, Bill Belichick has a rough year with Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft's not going to sit him. around, and I think he would. I don't think so. Well, he's he, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sleep on Bell Belichick. He's still a great football coach. They well, still play pretty good defense too. Yes, I mean they had a, they had one of the best pass rushes in the league last year. That'll be even improved this year, but they better because they're playing a division with Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen and Tua, and then his quarterback Mac Jones. They, they at least they hired him an offensive coordinator. Good lord! But I look at that Cowboys schedule and I'm thinking, damn, how many primetime games are they going to get? I'm going to say six because the the the, the TV partners are going to be clamoring. You think more than six? Well, the two games with Philadelphia, at least one. You know, one is going to be the game on. with San Francisco. One of the Giants game is always the game is. with Aaron Rodgers. The game with Buffalo and there's, Josh Allen. There's five. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's 
There could be more because you said it. Then one of the Giants game when it's this, this, the New York market. They all that's always along a with the yeah, Cow- that's always a prime it's time almost time. always a Monday night football game at some point, usually early in the season. And San Francisco, of course, Seattle would be an interesting one uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, I mean it's uh, it's going to be fun to uh, to see this come out because the Cowboys. Somebody said the Cowboys are not number two in the NFC. Well, they're close. It's either them or San Francisco, right? Because the Eagles are the team to beat. But who's next? By the way, good progress reported on Brock Purdy. That they really? think Brock Purdy might be throwing by uh, June, coming off that elbow. Now, you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the difference is for a quarterback versus a baseball player, a pitcher coming off the you know the, the elbow injury like he's had. But uh, they're optimistic that he can go, and that's going to be a good competition. Well, if pitcher you can. could continue on with his motion. Football; those guys get stopped a lot when on their throwing. I had that. I had that injury in high school, and I I don't see how he. That's I don't a know, year. I didn't huh? know the severity of, of it, how bad it because he didn't get surgery, right? No, I didn't get surgery, and no, I, I did. Mean, he did have surgery. I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that changes things then. Hey, so by the way, for your Cowboys fans, and you can we'll get the official schedule on Thursday, but. You know it's home and home with your three division opponents, right? You're going home and home. But the uh, the Arizona game will be in Arizona, if it matters to you. The Rams game will be in Arlington. The Seahawks game is in Arlington. The Patriots game is in Arlington. The Jets game is in Arlington. So you're going to get to see Aaron Rodgers. He's never lost the ticket there. holder. Oh, he owns that building. That'll be a subplot. The Miami game is on the road in my in the Hard Rock Stadium. The uh, San Francisco game is on the road. At Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, the Buffalo game is on the road. The Carolina game is on the road. And the L.A. Chargers game is on the road. Detroit in Arlington. So pretty good home slate if you're a Cowboys season ticket holder or a fan. You get you know, Detroit coming in. You get uh, Aaron Rodgers, Patriots, Seahawks, Rams, and, of course, your division opponents. But that's a tough road schedule, too. Yeah, this is about the time the Bills need to go and get in some of the thick of things now. They're getting that. That window is how long is that window going to be open? I'd, I'd be more worried if I was Doug McDermott than if I was Bill Belichick. Right. I think another year of not like in a critical situations, not getting the team where they need to be. I think he could could be right. Seat. Doug McDermott. All right, we'll come back. We'll pick that up. Somebody wants to know what Philadelphia is because you know essentially when in your division you're going to play pretty much the same schedule sure. as everybody in your division, uh, but those three outside games will determine. The, the the you know the schedule uh, and how it is different team to team. So we'll we'll get you though. Somebody wants to know what Philadelphia's three games: Cowboys or Chargers. It's Bucky and Aaron. Little uh, Odessa there. That's one of the headliners at ACL Fest announcement yesterday. One hour from now, we'll have our live music update. Nick Shuley will be in the house. Great shows this week, including uh, one of my favorites in town for three shows. We'll learn about that next hour. Hoping to attend one of them. Uh, Buck, we're talking about the uh, Cowboys schedule, which will be made official tomorrow night. But we already know who the opponents are and where they'll play. Somebody asked, uh, you know, in comparison, who are the Eagles going to play in those three? Because, again, most you know teams in your division have a very similar schedule than you have, almost sent the same outside of three games. You're going to play the same teams over the course of the year. Uh, Eagles, Buck, and their three games that are different than the Cowboys, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs. So there will be a Super Bowl rematch at some point this regular season. These um, are going damn. And then Minnesota. Do that again. Your Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins. And then Tampa. Tampa. Those are their three games. We said the Cowboys are the uh, Chargers, Lions, and uh, 
Um, who did I mention? Chargers, Lions, Panthers. and Panthers. Uh, they're Kansas City, Minnesota, and Tampa, two playoff teams and a non-playoff team there. Uh, somebody also asked about the Houston Texans. Houston Texans, if you're paying attention, when they get the schedule tomorrow night, they play obviously their own division, and then they play the AFC North, which means there will be a Deshaun Watson return to Houston again because Cleveland will visit. They'll also play Baltimore, Cincinnati, yep. and Pittsburgh. Uh, they also play the, their division, the AFC South, plays the NFC South, which means Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta. Those games stand out because that means the Texans will play in Atlanta against B. John Robinson and the Falcons, and there will be a matchup, Carolina and Houston, in Carolina. Which, so that'll be Bryce Young against C.J. Stroud, um, you know, the first two picks of the draft. Oh, that's fun. We'll go head-to-head this year. Houston's three others are Jets, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Cardinals, and Denver. So, yeah. You can anticipate that that C.J. Stroud-Bryce Young game will be one of those Thursday oh, night man. games, right? When the top two picks go head-to-head. Might not be that good of a game, but it'll end up being the first two. So uh, there's some NFL. That's the next big uh, mile mile point, mile point marker in the NFL offseason. Schedule release night coming up tomorrow. Before we get into the NBA, Buck, is it uh, – I hope what I'm reading here out of Athens, Georgia – I hope this is not political, but I fear that it is – that the Georgia football team declined a trip to the White House. They didn't go last year. It's just because they're they, – There's it, some scheduling. It's like the week them. before they start their summer – camp so just stupid well i mean according to this story from seth emerson georgia was offered other dates including in march but have said no they couldn't make those either um you know this sounds like a political thing that adults are making decisions i mean these are a lot of players on this georgia team that i would assume would like to go have the experience of visiting the white house no matter your political ties the same thing happened with the last president though i mean that doesn't make it right either way. I know. I know. I think you should go no matter what. It's, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I guess twice in a lifetime for sure. some of these guys. But and they, you said they didn't go last year. No, no. I have to assume there's some of the players on that team that would like to visit the White House and have that experience to go to Washington D.C. and be rewarded for their work. I don't know. It is quite quite a no matter what political party is holding the White House, that's quite the honor, and it's been a long held tradition. I'm not sure why Georgia is declining, but schedules the reason. Yeah, I come on, man. I don't know if it has political anything. I just there was something about scheduling. I well, how many other? I mean, obviously Georgia's a, a, a pretty red state. Um, not last time. Well, the people in charge. Who other? Who else turns it down? I mean, it almost. I mean, it almost never gets turned down for a team that wins a championship to not go once invited, but. I could be wrong on that. I hope that's not the case. But uh, you know, they've won twice, and they haven't made a trip to the White House. Get your trip. Don't they get your trip in there? Remember no, when, you don't get any silverware or remember anything. Remember when Trump was in there and he had all the fast food? Who was that? What team was that? They, they had all the Big Macs and everything. It was Alabama. <laughs> was, yeah. And they got the chow good down. Guess, good guess. Yeah. Yeah, they got McDonald's, I think. Uh, and, of course, we get the text, just became a Georgia fan. Well, okay. Uh, who cares who's in office? It's not even about that. It's about the honor of being honored because there will be somebody else in office soon enough and there will still be championships won. Is Iowa Is Iowa going to? Iowa. I mean, Dr. Jill invited Iowa. Well, the LSU women, LSU women are going. <laughs> yes, they're going. But, uh, yeah, that story is out there this morning. But, of course, it will become political and I hope it's not. I hope it's just the scheduling. But the, TCU going? According oh, to the, in the game. According to Seth to Emerson, to? there were other dates offered but have been declined several times by Georgia uh, month by month. Now, and this is the latest. 
Uh, but and I can see it in June, right? Kids are scattered, players are scattered. Your you know summer. I, I want to go home. The NFL draft is already held. A lot of guys are off to the year NFL mini camps. If it was going to happen, it should happen a little bit sooner. But uh, hey, so uh, well, that's right. You're a player on your team that are gone to the draft. Oh yeah, gone. And there's the also camp. probably a bunch of new players that you just got to leave behind. I mean, logistically, if you if you what you said about them offering them several dates is true, then that's a different story. But if it was just well, this one date, Seth, I don't blame him. Seth, Seth, Seth Emerson is on the ground, covers the, both program, and he's reporting there were several other dates offered, and they could just couldn't work it out. But uh, you know, I, I just think you respect the. I, I just know I would assume there are players on that Georgia team that would like to have that experience. That would be my opinion, but and be honored for their success, back-to-back national championships. But uh, not a huge deal, but a story that is out there. NBA last night, Buck, has, uh, has have your Philadelphia 76ers with Glenn Rivers taking control of this series? Well, they look like a team that that understands. They look like a, a more mature kind of playoff team than they did last year, even with that with the young guard that they had. But James Harden, I'm telling you, he's taking, the, they're, he's taking on a bunch of double teams and getting rid of the ball and – Getting it to Joel and B, but he's also getting there. Joel and B's also passing the ball out to guys on the perimeter too. Well, this is uh, this is a situation where, where James Harden doesn't have to be the alpha, but at times he Mm-mm. still can be. Right? Uh, he can be. He's the, proved that with a couple forty point games. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't be where they are without his performance in Game One. He had another you know forty plus point game in that overtime win that they just had over the weekend, and then yeah, Joel Embiid is the league's MVP and he's playing phenomenal. And he just, you know, they asked Glenn Doc Rivers about it last night. He said it was just, you know, business-like. Uh, Joel Embiid's yeah. professional is what he called Joel Embiid's performance. And it was. I mean, he's just. Well, he's engaged. I mean, he's running guys down from high and blocking shots. You know, he's not just just sitting in the, you know, sitting in the paint doing his thing, taking the ball. I mean, he's shooting three-point shots. If he takes, man, that big dude likes to shoot those from those three-pointers too, Ty. That's, that makes me a little nervous when I see when I see him out there by the line I'm going, you're not going to shoot that, are you? You're open, but don't you don't have to necessarily shoot. He shoots them. Yeah, no, I, I get I get the same feeling as well. I uh, I mean, and look, this is the much about the 76 or the Celtics as it is about the 76ers, I think, because if you're listening in Boston today and reading in Boston, they are they are not happy with Joe Missoula and the preparation and the way this team has come out. Yeah, their star is just not starting out hot enough. He doesn't. They don't get really involved because Tatum doesn't get going. Until it's like the third quarter, till after halftime. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, he um, had thirty six points last night, but ten to twenty seven. though. Yeah, but and when you when he starts out, he's just. Well, they didn't just shoot threes there. well. They just and they yeah they, they you said at the start. I mean they got behind early and can never catch up because Philadelphia is really good. Their defense was never good enough. Um, you know they they allowed the Sixers to shoot over six over fifty percent from the floor. And look, if you can't if you're if you're Joe Mazzulla and the and the Celtics if. You, Yes, they have two, two, two or three really star players. You can't let all of them get off, right? You've got to limit one of them. Uh, you can't let all three of them go crazy. And then you know Embiid last night had a big game. Tyrese Maxey had thirty. Uh, as you said, James Harden was smart with his seventeen points, but then was distributing when double teams would come and come off those pick and rolls. Uh, if you're Joe Mazzulla, a young coach, you've got to have an answer. And he also doesn't seem to have his team ready to play. Uh, that's what the, that's the conventional thought in Boston that they're just not coming out with the energy it's going to take. I mean, this is game five. This is the game. In a 2-2 series, 80 time, 80% of the time, the winner of that game wins it. And they did not play with that sense of urgency that you need to play within that game. We'll see that tonight with the uh, Knicks trying to stave off elimination. We'll see it with the uh, Golden State Warriors tonight in San Francisco trying to stave it off. And we saw Detroit, you know, Denver 
mm-hmm. play with it last night and take down the uh, the, the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, Boston, I think Ty's right that if they lose this series, that, that Joe Mazzulla will be adios. It'll Maybe be adios. even uh, Brad Stevens coming back into the helm. Well, remember he moved upstairs, yeah, right. and when they and, and made the smart it was a really smart move for Boston. It felt like this time last year because he moved upstairs to to do more with the GM side, and and Ime Udoka became the head coach, and they went to the finals, and it was a different look. And Udoka brought an edge to that locker room, an edge to that team. Of course, Udoka came in from San Antonio, where he'd been with Greg Popovich for so long as a player and a coach, and and you know instilled that toughness, and they played with it. They seem to have lost that that toughness, Buck. They don't. They're, oh, not, yeah. they're not as tough a team as they were. No, and that that goes to the top in the culture. But Denver seems like the team to me that's the most physical team. I mean, as 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 well as the the Lakers are playing and their bigs are playing well. I I I kind of like the way Denver plays. I do too. And this might be the year, right? The question was, when can they put a cast around Nikola Nikola Jokic that can yep. be good enough and. You know, if Golden State goes out and the Lakers now have three chances to beat them, I mean, I think you would have to favor. I mean, what a matchup it'll be. Anthony Davis playing some pretty good basketball head-to-head with with Jokic. Uh, LeBron, Jamal Murray, that's a good good finals. But you'd have to – Ty, you'd favor Denver in a series with the L.A. Lakers. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I – Their bench for sure. Yeah, they're a lot deeper, um, shooting, more shooting, um, better defense. I mean, Jokic is kind of the same way as Anthony Davis, though. It's like, can he – can he? He's never played this long in his career. Can he keep going? He looks pretty gassed at the end of these, some of these games. It might just be the way he looks. He's a big boy, but I, I definitely take Denver over LA in a seven-game series. Yeah, and, but that's the cool part of the Lakers, which it's hard. A lot of people root for LeBron and the Lakers, but they've been undervalued in each of these series so far, and they keep proving them wrong. Right? I mean, it's this this team that was left for dead in February is now a win away from the conference finals, and as Ty just said, they'll be. They'll be the underdog, but you know, if you, as long as you got those two guys in this bench, that seems like every night a different guy, whether it's Austin Reeves or um, you know Rui Hachimura, you know, somebody else is stepping up each and every game around those two guys, and it's not the same. It seems like it's not the same guy every night. It's a different one of those role players that steps in and steps up. Um, and I'll ask the question I heard some other people talking about the other day: if the Lakers were to win the championship, bug, it's still a long way from here, but. Would Russell Westbrook get a ring? Yeah, they said they were oh, going to yeah. give Patrick Beverly one if they won. God, you almost have to decline that. Like, he was the reason they stunk, and they traded him, and when they traded him is when they brought in all the, the the new guys, and they took off. I guess that's the way that goes. Part of the team. So confused on how that He was happened. the reason they were terrible. <laughs> they were in 13th place. Yeah, and they traded him to Utah. In that three-team deal that got them D'Angelo Russell and freed up some some other moves that they made, yeah, but he'd get the ring. That'd almost be insulting for him to walk around with that ring, wouldn't it? I guess so. Gotta probably. have it. He never had one though. I mean, that gives Russell Westbrook a ring that he didn't earn. Like somewhere, Carl Malone and Charles Barkley are saying, "Damn, <laughs> Russell Westbrook's still a Hall of Famer no matter what, though." But that's like a weak ring. Yeah, I mean, I. Because Russell Westbrook, very, very likely, without this, will go down as one of those guys who Hall of Famer. Who yeah, it's not like the one I have that says roll left on it. I don't think it. I don't think it counts towards like on his resume as an NBA championship. He just gets the ring as like a thank you for contributing. To okay, that's fair. That's exactly right. He's, so he would still be in the Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, yes. John Stockton group. Okay. Yes, you're technically you're right. Yeah. Okay, good. But he, he can have the ring, Buck. Nice piece of jewelry. Nice accessory from the. 
But again, they still have to win one more game with Golden State, four games with Denver, and then obviously the NBA Finals before we even have to have that discussion. Hey, come back. Speaking of discussions, can we do the Blitz? It was fun yesterday. People brought it strong. Let's do that again. It's only as good as you make it. 447-3776. Also, a little gossip ahead of that first. Where you get that from? Did Tawana tell you that? Did Tawana tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip. Brought to you by the icy cold frosty Bud Lights. Speaking of that, Bud Light, Ty, did you see this? Did our man Mike Hard sent us? A guy named uh, Sid on Twitter. I did not. Documented on his Twitter account yesterday going to the ballpark. What game was this? Nine beers, nine dogs? Nine beers, nine Bud Lights, nine hot dogs, and nine innings. Wow. If there's anyone from the Round Rock Express listening out there, I'd, 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 I'd do it if I was treated right. You know, treated I was right. treated right. If, if it was from I mean, like my a wallet. ticket to the game and they pay for you to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be to be treated right. Yeah, he went. He went nine beers, one an inning, one hot dog, and one beer per inning. That's the and, thing. Uh, he finished. It's the time. He did it. Said one, two, three was a success. He says uh, stomach feels great. Y'all just weak. <laughs> Had a great day. Wow. Yeah. Nice work by him. Nice work. Hey, uh, also in salacious gossip, reading this from Pro Football Talk, there's Gossip Buck. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to play two games in London this year. They've always exported the Jags to London. Growing sentiment in and around the league that the Jacksonville Jaguars at some point could become the London Jaguars, that they could move that team to London and play all their games in London. Uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, wrote it is uh, it was an, kind of inevitable that the St. Louis Rams would eventually become the L.A. Rams because the market's just too big. Yep. And that the NFL is looking for big markets. Jacksonville's not one. They would become the Werewolves. Oh, good London. one. There you go. I They're love ready, that name. Yeah. Warren Zevon. There you go. I'm down with that. Hey, um, Wall Street Journal, credit to them. They have written a, just a, a long story about tipping fatigue. Tipping fatigue. Is anybody else? I'm with these people. Like everywhere you go now, anything you purchase, you do that little iPad thing, and you they they how much like how much tip are you leaving? Like what are we doing? I was just t- asking Ty when I get a to go order and I go pick it up myself, I tip as if I were sitting down Why? almost. I don't know. I just that's what I'm saying. Like as the story points out, a lot of people think it's like emotional blackmail. It's like what what am I doing? I just bought lunch. Why am I asked to give 20%? Who's that going to? Yeah, somebody in the kitchen just bagged, just put it in a bag. Somebody gave it to me, and I tipped them as if they served me. Aren't you paying the people working here? Decent wage? What, what's the tip going to? I'm a good tipper, Ty. I'm a really good tipper. It I'm depends not. on the service for me. I, I, have, I have taken a stand on this. I have I, not. I'm a very good tipper at restaurants, car wash, you know, places where people are going above and beyond to make the experience good. Yeah. I'm not tipping... Just every damn time I buy a bottle of water. What are we doing? Really? What am I tipping for? And why is it on the screen? 15, 20, 25%. The worst is when they walk up with the, the little toast machine things where you have to tip at the <laughs> table and they're just looking at you. Oh, like, yeah. They're giving they're, that emotional blackmail. It's an immediate reaction from them. And God, God forbid that I give them cash. They look at me like, huh? Yeah, it's money. Take a it. Of, a lot of places won't give cash. Look, this is new. I'm 50 years old now. I've always been a good tipper, in my opinion. I like to take care of my waitress and bartenders and 
service workers. But now I tip them to go. Even when I pick, go and pick it up out of the bag, I go. You off. don't have to do that. I, you seriously don't I have to tip have them unless you're in, a, in an incredible mood and they do something special. Like it's even in self checkouts. I do my own checking out. What am I tipping for? There's already inflation. Yeah. I'm already paying God knows how much for. Can't take it with you when you're gone. Isn't that right, Ty? They ain't going with you. Well, neither can they. <laughs> That's true. They can't take it either. Got kids in college, man. What are we doing here? This says uh, the frontline workers get the tip. That's all. Really? Is that right? They. No. It depends on what restaurant, but usually get hourly and the hosts get tips, but it's always less than the waiters or the busboys because they do no work. Is it sad if you ask what is the tipping process here when you go into a place? Who am I tipping? Who does this go to? Is that ridiculous? Lady that cuts my hair. I tip her very well. She does a nice job. Now you have to tip for a haircut. Absolutely. But I'm I'm just talking about it's now everywhere. I tip for this haircut when I screwed it up. (laughs) You still tip them. All All right. Let's go to your blitz. They're loaded up. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. I know tip this is going to come up. First Blitzer, you're up. Morning, guys. Morning. Uh, I heard y'all were back on the air yesterday. Apparently, you didn't get the memo. It wasn't a three-day weekend. It was actually a four-day weekend. Oh. Kawhi Leonard. This is Kawhi Leonard. Thank you there. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, you might want to get Tim Brando on the phone. He apparently doesn't have anything good to say about Texas. He's picking K-State to win the conference. That's his That's his prerogative. Yeah, that's his choice. Next, Blitzer, talk to us. 14 years, the last time Longhorns won one. Hello, this is Tom Thibodeau. If the Knicks score more points than he today, we'll win the game. Stop it, Sal. We know who you are. Next, Blitzer, talk to us. Mr. Big Tipper. Shame, shame, my brother Hogan. Unlike you, I give up the tip and then some every time. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. Can you tell no tipping E? He better watch out now. Them waiters are going to start putting some special in his oh. meal because he ain't tipping. <laughs> I'm, talking no. about waiting. I'm not talking about waiting. I'm talking about like buying stuff at the 7-Elevens. Can't tip them. They got jars out there now? Next Blitzer, you're up. You're up. E. Yeah. Most of the wait staff that I speak to, I go out to eat a lot. They like to get paid cash tip less for Uncle Sam. Agreed. There you go. Next Blitzer. I'm you're, a cash tipper. You're up. Bucky, we regret to inform you that your uh, orphan that you ordered is on back order. We should be in time for the football season.